Steve, did you get around to watch uh, hey. Star Wars Christmas special? I did. Did you? Yeah, I uh, I watched like half of it. It's awful. <laughs> Save it for the podcast. They have musical numbers. <laughs> Save it for the podcast. This is all good material. Hi. Welcome to Whatcha Poppin' About, our family's tour through the history of pop culture and the nonstop arguments that follow. I'm your host this week, Lev, and with me is my brother Gabe, my cousin Anthony, and my uncle Steve. Today we'll be discussing the, hard, uh, the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. Today we'll be discussing how Lev can't talk. <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing a lost episode. just gonna be discussing about how gabe and anthony are gonna be arguing over about whether or not star wars holiday special is the last episode or not <laughs> uh, yeah. and actually i'm gonna take gabe's point aside of the argument on this just to annoy anthony <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll take anthony's side just so that it's even uh i mean that kind of ruins it though <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, oils my plans a little bit, so I'd prefer if you. <laughs> well, I'll I'll be a neutral bystander. Uh, welcome, go. welcome everybody uh, to what you're popping about. Um, we uh we have a, a a fun one for you today. Lev decided to pick Star Wars Holiday Special. It's now, a lost episode. It yep, is not. So. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> boxers to your corners, everybody. Boxers to your corners. Fighters to your if corners. I if I could whistle with my ma- with my fingers, I would yeah. right now. So wait, before we go into it, I just want to do a disclaimer for the for the listeners out there. Depending on when you're listening to this, we recorded this on December nineteenth, twenty twenty. There might be spoilers because we're we're recording this a day after the season finale of Mandalorian season two, where there was a big reveal. And so I feel like that may come up when we get into Star Wars conversation. So yeah, I just- Especially with me and Anthony and Gabe, cause we're all really bad at keeping in spoilers. Correct, like, correct. Really, so really bad. I once spoiled like Han Solo dying, spoiler. Um, and- <laughs> Right off the bat. <laughs> and uh, Force Awakens to one of my friends and his, and his mom. I. <laughs> so so yeah so so tread lightly if if you continue to listen we have warned you uh i won't we won't do another spoiler alert this will be our overarching spoiler alert of the episode so but, for the star wars holiday special yeah and spoilers spoiler alert for the star wars holiday special now i've only seen bits and pieces of it but for yeah, this episode I decided to watch the whole thing. You can actually find it on YouTube for any of uh, you out there who are interested in, in. Keep in mind, George Lucas actually said he was the director of this. I think he was like. Um, no, it was directed by Steve Binder and David Akumba. Who... Or he was like in charge of like or like. Yeah, I mean, he yeah he oversees yeah, everything, right? He, or he up until a certain point. And um, he said he said himself. If I had enough time and a hammer, I would go around the world and smash every DVD of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Wow! That's how, much, that's how he feels about it. Like, where did you where did you hear that? Um, I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> the playground. No, I I know he said it. I know he said it. I believe you. I believe you. So yeah, so uh, Star Wars Holiday Special aired on CBS in 1978. Now this was right after A New Hope, the first. Uh, Star Wars movie, but before Empire Strikes Back. And I feel like that's important to note because Star Wars history is all over the place, as we all know. What if it, like, the I Am Your Father reveal was in the holiday special? (laughs) That would be awesome. But you know, you know who it, who made their first appearance in the holiday special? Yeah. Yep, correct. Boba Fett in a cartoon, which is, which is amazing. And again, if you've been watching Mandalorian, you know he's becoming bigger and bigger in the the star you star use star wars well, canon um wait gabe i see i see your dad's there 
Will you ask your dad if he saw it live, the Star Wars holiday special? Well, yeah, because it's so old. I don't think I don't think I did. Because you were our uh, uh, Uncle no, Tommy, your dad, I, my brother. I re- yeah, I remember being excited about it, but I yeah. Just, yeah. So I think we did see it live. I just don't remember it very well. I would be surprised if you didn't see it live because you love you were the you, you love Star Wars so much. You not remembering it is probably the things it's god awful. <laughs> yeah, Anthony. Anthony will have some th- things to say uh, about Star Wars, but let me There's let me also give... these weird Wookie strip clubs. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, a like, little bit weird. There's like Wookie porn or something. Like, yeah, there was like this watches. VR headset this dude wore, and it just showed this woman singing this song. Yeah, it was like it was like Grandpa Grandpa Wookie, uh, whose name is Itchy, which I love. Uh, it was his like it was Grandpa Wookie's time to just like sit back and watch Wait, this woman sing. We were, we were talking about like the uh, last night when we were watching like the Star Wars. We and me and Uncle Steve we did like and my dad did a watch party okay. kind of thing, and we were talking about like which Star Wars character in the family was you, and I just thought Grandpa Grandpa is the <laughs> Grandpa. Yeah, Wookie. Grandpa is the yeah yeah the the uh, itchy character. So. So really fast, let me just give a, a brief synopsis of the plot, and then we can go into details. But um, there's a running storyline. So in the Star Wars universe, they celebrate Life Day. They don't celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa. Theirs is Life Day. And okay, so... I'm pretty sure they're Jewish. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I like the idea of like, <laughs> like a bunch of menorahs being lit in like, <laughs> in like the what Jedi temple. The horror, they're like, how to cut, how to So uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo, it opens on them trying to visit the home planet of Chewbacca, which is. Kashyyyk. Well, it actually, it actually opens on the family and like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Almost a sitcom style. Yeah. It, it's it, it's funny it's like 10 minutes of wookies talking but they don't use subtitles which i i was starting to laugh at because it's like yeah we know that chewbacca usually doesn't use subtitles like that's the whole thing han understands him but like when you're doing a show with a bunch of wookies you can use some subtitles like because we just we watched oh. 12 minutes of just like wookies interacting with each other not knowing what they're There's saying this- it's just like this really weird thing where I think the mom's just trying to tell the kid to take out the trash, but the way they filmed it and the way she looks, it looks like it's like some sort of emotional climax in the movie. It's like, it, it just like zooms in on their face and the mom always looks like she's crying. Yeah. I don't know. It's just bad. Yeah. It's hard to understand Wookiee expressions sometimes. It all it all kind of looks the same at times. Anyway, so Han and Chewie, they're trying to get back to Kashyyyk, but they're being pursued by the Galactic Empire. And, you know, typical Galactic Empire, they're searching for members of the, the Rebel Alliance. And so we get a first... So Boba Fett, it, it's his first appearance, but we also get a first appearance of Chewbacca's family. So his dad, Itchy, Grandpa Itchy, uh, his wife, Mala... And then his son, Lumpy. And I would love to be in the writer's room when they decide what Wookiee names are because I feel like they just... They're like, what happens when you get a disease? Um, I'm pretty sure Chewbacca, I think in canon, his like wife actually died and like his kid died or something. Ooh. Well, that's a that's going to be an important question I asked later. Because like that's how he got captured. He got captured by in Solo. Like... That's right. Yeah. Yes. And I love their house. Their house is like a, mo- to, to Anthony's point, his, their house is like a, a, a modern day sitcom, like a Brady Bunch or a, like a Parkinson's family. I don't know, family. like. But it, it's like Wookiee eyesed. That's another kind of thing that I felt weird is they don't like, they use yeah, modern, like modern day or like 70s set design right it looks like it would be a 70s house almost yeah, yeah. And like they like, don't make it so, like futuristic they don't make it like a uh, hut or anything yeah wookies live in huts they don't live in like well it's like tree huts it's yeah, like tree houses like yeah tree houses, not like but that's where they were i mean they would show outsides of it and it was like a 
it was like a painting of a of a kind of a, a treehouse thing. Here, I actually like had a question. Oh yeah, go ahead. The aesthetic of Star Wars. It feels just like a place. Yeah. Well, the whole thing was a different format, which I guess we have to put our brains in the context of 1978, because you had only seen the first movie, and now you're seeing a holiday special, where nowadays it looks weird because it's like a variety show kind of format, where it's like, introducing Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Anthony Hopkins as C-3PO, and we are that that's like weird to us now, because any variety show that a show does, it kind of like gets a little bit more than what you're used to. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, another complaint um, I had is the way they filmed it is like just whenever a character was talking, it would zoom in on their face like they were talking to the audience. And so like it looked at points like Mark Hamill was about to give a drug PSA. Oh yeah, Mark Hamill, <laughs> like they like made and gave him like a spray tan or something. Yeah, something like that. Like um, look like a Ken doll or something. And then you also get the rest of the Star Wars characters. So you get Luke in there, C-3PO, Darth like Vader, Princess Leia, R2-D2. like a song at the end. Yeah, and that's what yeah, makes it right. cringy. And I even heard, and I even saw one scene where a person bangs on a table and sings this weird song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really weird cooking show thing oh yeah most about it is it just goes on for so so very long and like you think they like could just show like a few frames of it but no it goes on for like a solid five minutes at least there was like there was like a guy dressed up in drag also <laughs> right yeah like um so it it seems like a Star Wars story, but then at the point where Lumpy, like, I guess that chessboard that you see in the Millennium Falcon is like a multimedia station because he turns it on and, yeah, you get that, that like, uh, dancer who dances on the table. And, and that's when you really realize, like, oh, this is, what is, ha this is not a Star Wars story. It's like, yeah, a, and that's it's like what a makes it a lost episode. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Hold on, wait, before you guys get into it, let's just let this play out on this key. Okay, okay. Oops. Let's have let's have a good, like, structured debate. Yeah. So let uh Gabe, you're gonna have two minutes to argue your point. Anthony's then gonna have two can minutes to argue his moderator? point. And then we're gonna Okay, you can wait, be the debate right. moderator. All right, listen up here, folks. <laughs> listen up here. <laughs> all right, I'm trying to keep it PG, but okay, I'm just going to stop right there. But all right, so Gabe, for you, no mentioning, like only mentioning the Star Wars holiday special as a lost episode. No other lost episodes. Okay. Okay. Check. No interrupting, or else I'm going to call you Donald Trump for the rest of your life. <laughs> you have two minutes to argue your, your, um, your, whatever, and then me, me and Uncle Steve will vote on who wins. Okay. You know you're just going to vote for Gabe. No, I'm. <laughs> why would I be biased? Okay, so Gabe's turn. All right. So basically, what we're talking about is a lost episode. So they could be very creepy. Like, even if it's a creepy pasta, even if it's a banned episode. But the one we're talking about today is cringe. Because it was, like, like too cringe to air, and nobody liked it. And so, like, then, and so then, she, they banned it. And so, like... But there are some creepy stuff out there. Tell us what what a lost episode is. No, no bringing up top five. No bringing up past creepy pastas. Just tell us what. No, they are very creepy and messed up. What we're talking about today is like a Star Wars lost episode. But there are many creepy pastas out there. I'm trying to help you out here. Can that you, never came to air, and and some of them couldn't find weren't found real footage like Dorothy. Would you say that some lost episodes are not just creepy or violent, but they can be inappropriate for kids? 
Oh yeah, like in Dragon Tales Lost <laughs> episode. I do not know why I do not want to explain this because yeah, once yeah, don't explain it. They don't explain it. They don't explain it. But and so there was there was one part where the grandpa Wookiee was watching Stop like, helping uh, him. A scandalous not appropriate yeah. appropriate things. Like was watching sexy people on a VR set on a virtual reality glasses. So would you say that's inappropriate for a kid's holiday special? And of so course, because that's, I mean, <laughs> dude, why? Okay, okay, Gabe had his two minutes. Let's let's move on to Anthony now. And then we'll have a 30-second, like, go back and forth period. I look forward to it. <laughs> All right, Anthony, go. A Lost episode is a subsection of creepypastas. Creepypastas are like creepy, scary stories. Lost episodes usually deal with somebody finding a weird episode of a cartoon of a cartoon that's sick and twisted. Now, Star Wars Holiday Special, well, incredibly bad, is not sick and twisted. But this one never came to air, and it was just cringy. Gabe, Gabe. It aired. It aired on live TV. Yeah. Mm, not but, anymore. Gabe. It doesn't Gabe. air on live TV anymore since everybody said has widely agreed that this should this piece of terror terrible fiction should not be aired anymore since everybody hated it consensually uh okay so anthony i'm gonna ask you some questions like i did with gabe and see how well you answer them compared to gabe <laughs> so all right so if it's not a last episode then how do you explain the mat like the massive, like the, even though it's like aimed towards a kid, like a kid audience, like a childish audience. Why, why were there some like, um, like very inappropriate, like not, not aimed towards kid, like humor in there? I mean, there's a lot of shows that are directed at kids that have like some uh, like adult humor. adult humor, yeah, it's not uncommon for things like this to happen. Uh, but it's still not a lost episode since lost episodes aren't since lost episodes aren't actually since lost episodes aren't actually inappropriate. More so, just terrifying. They could be inappropriate, but mostly they're just so, scary. I don't so. Lost episodes are episodes of TV shows. Star Wars Christmas Special is a feature like the film. point of a lost episode, though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fill in towards Gabe, and Uncle Steve will be the moderator. So really quick, I just want to make one comment. Lost episodes can be like those like spinoffs that Gabe was what happened to be watching, but like lost episodes can also be like actually unaired, like deleted episodes like so take example if we're staying in like the star wars arena the clone wars there were a bunch of like deleted episodes that were like aired on youtube that were like not finished um so they never like made the cut onto like disney plus or um cartoon network so we would you technically call that a lost episode i mean by yeah. good but again, we have to remember that star that it's a film, not an episode. It's not an episode of a TV show. Films count as lost episodes, like films. No, count they don't. Like an episode of a movie. There's not an episode of a movie. <laughs> but like, but they, but if there's a lost movie, they still call it a lost episode. No, like, they the call it. Too. They call it banned. But, the, but there are some movies that actually a movie would be banned. Like, usually, it's like Over the Hedge Two. Over the Hedge Two. Yeah, it was actually a lost episode where a person found it on Walmart and put it on, and where Archie dies, but or is he dead? No, he, he ends up alive. No. No, 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 over no. the hedge too. That was a creepy pasta. That wasn't okay. a real thing. I think you guys are both mixing up certain areas of the argument here. 
So Anthony, you're 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 kind of mixing up like what like a lost episode is, and Gabe, you're kind of mixing up like what like happened with the Star Wars holiday special. It wasn't necessarily banned. Let me just get like both things straight. It wasn't necessarily banned, Gabe. It was just not shown off the air because it was so unbelievably horrible that even. Like, but the internet says. I feel like Chris Wallace right now. <laughs> um, so basically, and so it was just unbelievably bad that even like the creator of it like hated it. So it's just yeah, that anymore. makes it lost. Okay, okay, and so Anthony, I'm gonna explain what a lost episode kind of is. It can be a creepy pasta. But it can also just be an unaired show or movie. Like Gregory's Room or Happy Appy. Oh, but this is a movie. Also, it's not banned. It's just nobody wants to air it since it will be bad because nobody wants to watch it. But it still counts as a lost episode. Okay, everybody stop. Everybody stop. <laughs> We're going to bring this debate to a close so we can continue to talk about the special itself. Here is what I will say. I think there is a... a middle area that we can align on where the special was notorious for uh, um, the negative reception that it got from audiences. And so it never was rebroadcasted, nor was it officially released on home video. So at a certain point, it was a lost episode, movie, whatever you want to call it. But nowadays, decades later, everything is available to everybody because of the internet. Now it is back to just being available to watch. So I would But it still counts as a lost episode. What once was a lost episode has now been refound on specifically YouTube. That doesn't make any sense. Like lost episodes can air on YouTube. Like Bob Lee is a good Both of you guys, both of you guys, everybody's banned from this debate. This debate is over. No more. Now, now here's here's my question: Is this story canon? Do do we here, the four of us, consider this canon of the Star Wars universe? No, no, no. Okay, why? Why, Lev? Because one, they got like the whole like Kashyyyk wrong. They whole got like, I mean, I believe Life Day. I guess it's like a real holiday in Star Wars. I guess like because it, it makes sense. Like I guess it would make. So you're sense. saying bits and pieces. Are... I like whenever I see like a whole like thing that I don't like that like technically hasn't been confirmed as canon. I like to take little p- bits and pieces that I did like from that and consider that canon. Sure. So yeah, I and... think it makes sense that they would have like start. There would be a holiday in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess I believe that like Life Day is like a real thing, but I don't believe that like that's the way Wookies live. I don't believe. I think, Do you believe that Chewbacca has a family? No, no, that's like mm. the whole point of his thing. He did in Revenge of the Sith, probably, but mm. like I. Think well, and this like, was this was before. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, this was after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually. Or I, I don't know if he did have a family in Revenge of the Sith because he's like two hundred. He was like, well, what was the what was the prequel movie with all the Wookies? Revenge of the Sith. So do we see? Do we see? No, like, we just see him with e- a bunch of Wookies. So I bet I don't know about him, but like I know that he like in Legends before. I don't know if this is still canon, but he he his uh, wife and his kid died. Somehow oh, were God, killed. How? I don't know. I think like they were killed by the Empire or something. But yeah. like but um I do believe that like I guess like that like those uh, some of the technology makes sense. I don't believe like that's like the uh way look Wookiees live though. I I think I think they live in a more like kind of old fashioned like tree hut way kind of thing not in a brady bunch house i i actually you know like i found i found this star wars holiday special endearing and here's why i have always been of the opinion that uh, up until recent like up until like mandalorian the the star wars universe was confined to the skywalker uh storyline right anakin luke 
uh, Kylo and, and Ray and all that. And I love seeing other nooks and crannies of the Star Wars universe. And so I do like the idea of being like, okay, what would a TV show in the Star Wars universe look like? And we got that in this episode with like the cooking show. Like I'm sure there's some form of cooking show in the Star Wars universe where they're teaching you how to cook Bantha or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I did like uh, a look into like other parts of, of the universe. Did you think while it was really really absurd that yeah. it could have been good but in that campy way right exactly but i also i also found it endearing because i love the the multimedia that they used so you know they did use that 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 sitcom kind of three camera approach they they had you know dancers and singers and then they also had you know the cartoon whereas you know that's how we met uh, boba fett so I do, I do actually like the special. I'll like take it or leave it. What you want to choose and pick apart as to what is canon and what isn't. But I do, you know, whether you like it or not, it's part of Star Wars history. So if if you if you hear folks talking about uh, the history of Star Wars, it may come up or it may not. But I I I don't think it's even even if you consider it a lost episode, it's still not necessarily forgotten because it keeps, you know, we we keep bringing it up. Like here's, yeah, here's go ahead. Here's what I hate about like Star Wars, like general like people who like are Star Wars okay. fans. Like I don't hate Star Wars fans. I'm a Star yeah, Wars I was fan, like, but like you're looking in a mirror, bud. Yeah, but like I, what I dislike about like a lot of people is that they just are like whenever they see the sequels or something that they don't like, they're like, "This isn't canon. This isn't canon." Yeah, fans are like, a lot of things. <laughs> That, that's canon. Here, like, here's what I will say about when people use the term canon. And, and this is coming from me who's read a, a lot a lot of comic books, is that at the end of the day, everybody who is consuming pop culture, they themselves on a, on a personal level get to decide what's canon or not. You know, like, like there are so many Spider-Man things that have happened that uh, I'm sure if you like put together a whole list of Spider-Man's abilities, there had been stuff that people have forgotten that he does. <clears throat> or there are plot lines that they forget. You know, like, the whole concept of retconning goes along with this just, like, exploring, picking apart, redoing different pieces of canon. And at the end of the day, some people want to remember some things about a story, and other people, you know, want to forget it. You know? And so I... I yeah. yeah. I feel okay. like you... If you, uh, if you kind of just want to make fun of a bad movie, and and watch it for what it is, a campy, terrible yeah. mo movie that features Star Wars characters, yeah. If if you if you go into it knowing it's gonna be bad, it's probably not gonna be a worse experience. Here's what I will say: If Grandpa Itchy were to pop up in any show or movie or book or comic that was Star Wars, people would be like, oh my God, it's Grandpa Itchy. I, I think that's the funny part about it is like, people get so upset about canon. And then when when it when it resurges, like it, when it resurfaces, people like lose their mind. Like what what's an example yeah. of something that somebody hated that, like, can we think? Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, like if Jar Jar, 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 if Jar, Jar Binks came back, people would, in the Mandalorian, people would be like, there would be like some people who were like, no, he's back, and there were some people that like I would find it hilarious. I'd be like, yeah, Jar Jar's oh, back. Why not? Like, I don't know. Like hating Christensen. Yeah, hating Christensen. Good example. Back. Good example. Some there's a whole like yeah. Go ahead. So so I feel so he got an immense amount of hate, which he did not deserve. He was a good actor. I could explain that like for like what was he in? He was Anakin. Was, he was Anakin. I, I I could explain why he was a good actor, but that's like a whole different episode. I uh -huh. feel like, um, but um, uh, could prevent me from going on a tangent. Um, basically, like he he got like a bunch of like bullcrap like throughout the prequels. Um, and um and so then he like I think he he like kind of like steered away from acting for a little bit. Um, and then he, now that, like, when it was announced that he was coming back, 
like everybody was like losing their minds exactly um, yeah it's a good that's a good example yeah it's like there there were people who were just like he's the worst he's the worst and now that he's announced for the obi-wan people are like yay he's back yeah over time i feel like people began to like appreciate his performance more yeah maybe um and appreciate the character more as like the clone wars researched i bet you know like so many people hated the prequels and then as time went on people opened up to the accepting the prequels i think the same thing is going to happen with the the whole like i hate people being like i hate last jedi i hate rise of skywalker that whole debate i feel like in five to ten years people will be looking back at it fondly oh no yeah so basically what i think really quick i'm gonna go on a bit of a tangent here but like um before the Clone Wars, like the prequels were like extremely hated. Right. And then once the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars saved the prequels right. because it filled in a lot of those plot holes. Yeah. It gave us more character development because in, in the prequels, although like we had some character development of Anakin and Obi-Wan, it wasn't that much mm-hmm. or not that much. Or it w- I guess for Anakin, it was a lot because like that was the whole story of Anakin. But like, and also, there weren't that many times where we got to see Anakin and Obi-Wan, like, as best buds, like, as brothers. Yeah. Like, when you think about episode two and episode three, it's like, what, like, they're friends for, like, five seconds, and then, like, Anakin's, like, read like, snaps at Obi-Wan, and, like, they, like, are, like, very snappy at each other, and, like, separate and then anakin's like no we don't have to save obi-wan once he gets captured it's like really seriously like you're gonna say like this guy was your brother and so then um although like i get like i get why they needed that relationship with like that type of relationship but like the clone wars gave like major development of obi-wan and anakin's friendship yeah and like getting made us more attached to the clones and made us introduced ahsoka and like did all these great things. And so, and then like made like the uh, prequels beloved almost by like a lot of the Star Wars fans. And so then, um, and then what happened was um, the same thing is going on with like the sequels where like, it's like people are like, oh my God, this like is like kind of like diminishing like the idea of Star Wars and stuff. Like, just like the prequels. And so then once, if they make an animated show that fills in, like, the plot holes, like, maybe we see Ray training and get some character development for Finn and Poe, um, then the sequels will become beloved. Yeah. Um, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it, it, it says a lot about how humans absorb pop culture. If there's a thing that happens in a story that they don't like, they get all up in arms about it until... Kind of what you're saying, more we're allowed more access to more of the stories to fill in the plot holes and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, we we need more character development for yeah, Finn and Ray. That's why that shit. Yeah, it would be better if like they actually had a plan for the uh, new trilogy. Since I feel like it could have actually been, uh, it could have been a lot better if they actually had a plan going into it. Rather than- I yeah, no, I, yeah. and That's I think they, they they might have seen it on their end as having a plan, but I think there were so many people wanting so many plans that it became hard to manage one plan. You know if what I mean? Dave, like if Dave Filoni, the director of like or like the director of the Clone Wars and like one of the executive producers of the Mandalorian directed the the Disney trilogy, it would have been like insanely good. Another thing I'm thinking of is like people didn't really like Return of the Jedi, and I love Return of the Jedi. Like oh, yeah. it's one of my favorite Star Wars. It's my movies. favorite Star Wars movie. And and people didn't like Ewoks, and Ewoks aren't going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like people have gotten people hated Porgs, people hated you know this and that. It's it, it's always cracked me up about like being. I love Star Wars, and our family is our our big Star Wars folks. But as a Marvel guy. Uh, and I think it's so funny when when Star Wars folks hate something because it's like Marvel has been doing so many different things since like 
the the at forties and then sixties or whatever, and they've they've retconned stuff. They've tried new things. They've tried different heroes being different people, and they've revived. They've, they've revived. They've killed. Yeah, and so we've seen them dissect Marvel stories for so long that it's easier for us to to adapt to change. But Star Wars canon, you know, besides the books that. Once uh, Disney bought Lucas films, I guess the books were no longer canon, according to some people. But you, you with the movies, you kind of saw the canon unravel as the movies went on. You know what I mean? And so I feel like people are more outraged when it comes to Star Wars canon because you don't have time to like sit with it. You didn't have time to be like, oh, that was from the books. Just for anything Marvel, you always reference back to what has or has not happened in the books. You have a foundation to compare it to, but Star Wars unravels as we watch it, which is which is cool, yeah. but also it makes people more vocal about whether or not they hate something or not. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, Star Wars also just started to expand. Like Ex- Exactly, right. Like we only had the Clone Wars before and now we're getting now we, then we got Rebels. Then we got yeah. season 7 of the Clone Wars and now we're getting then we got the Mandalorian and now we're getting all these shows. And and it and it's and it's smart. Like they like not to toot Marvel's horn, but I feel like Lucasfilm is finally taking a note from what they've seen successful in the Marvel MCU franchise. Because you're just like all you need to do is give the people what they want. Like people want more Star Wars stories. So why did it take so long to do that? You know because. They were gonna. Uh, Lucas was gonna make another trilogy about the. Uh, yeah, right. But but now they've made the animated series. They've made yeah. comic books. They've made <clears throat> books upon books upon books. And now they're making movies and TV shows that are about different nooks and crannies of the the universe, which I think is great. Yeah. So, so, okay. So let's talk really fast. I have two more questions for this episode. One is what, Anthony, what are some things that you did like about the Star Wars holiday special? It's just like funny in the way that it's terrible. Yeah. It's yeah, like you said, campy, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's kind of like those Nightmare on Elm Street films where Freddy Krueger started being like a Looney Tunes character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exactly. Like that. Like right. it's campy, and if you go into it knowing it's campy, it's just funny because it's it, it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, Lev, what's one thing you did like about the holiday special? I like that story arc with like the <clears throat> the. Um, this is gonna sound crazy with like the where like the Imperials shut down that one lady's cantina. Oh yeah, yeah with uh, yeah, B. Arthur. B. Arthur's cantina. <laughs> the reason why, yeah, the reason why I like Star Wars Holiday Special is <clears throat> it's like a lost episode, and yeah, and <laughs> yep. also lost episodes can be very thrilling to read and creepy. That's what makes it the best part. It's like creepy. So my favorite part of the holiday special was the definitely the Boba Fett cartoon. I just, I love that animation. I loved uh, that they used the original cast, you know, voices and it, thought, it gave us Boba Fett. I thought the an- animation was good. There was one thing I noticed is that C-3PO's head always like was yeah. just floating above his body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Or like <laughs> R2-D2's body was more flexible than it usually is in like the live act. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, when the character turned its head, it just like spread out very wide. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gabe. Archidiches in the new episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Are we? You're talking about that? No. Well, we can talk about that. You want to use this last segment to talk about last night's uh, Mandalorian episode? Yeah, sure. Okay, so last night's Mandalorian season finale was huge. Not only for the the story and the plot, but I think. Uh, Star Wars fans worldwide rejoiced because of, um, uh, and again, spoiler alert, so shut off if you haven't listened yet. Five seconds. Uh, One, two, two three, three, four. Luke Skywalker is Batman. <laughs> I said five seconds, but I meant four. So if you're um, still 
if you haven't watched the episode and you're still listening to this, uh, I guess then you just... I just spoiled the biggest part. Like, there's no point in watching <laughs> uh, No, there's absolutely a point in watching it. Even if you spoiled that the big reveal was, you know, yeah. Luke so coming to take Grogu. Uh, after, uh, after kidnapping the Sith Lord Moff Gideon... Yeah, he's not a Sith Lord. Moff Gideon isn't a Sith Lord. He's just an Imperial Moff who has who has access to the uh, dark saber who got the dark saber and so the dark saber is basically we're like survival of the fit like where you challenge somebody and then you get that if you win you get the dark saber mm-hmm. so the original owner i think was the mandalorian jedi and then in the clone wars we were introduced to it uh death watch leader pre vizsla had it and then Darth Maul came back and killed Pre Vizsla, so he was the owner of the dark saber. Then Sidious beat Maul, and so he was the owner of the dark saber. And then, um, and then Vader beat Sidious, so Vader was technically the owner of the dark saber, but then he died. And so I guess it kind of ends at that point. I don't really get how like they're gonna like. Anyway, it's like a long line of things. Yeah. Uh, that one of uh this pers- person helping our main character wants this dark saber, but that's not the big reveal at the end. Essentially, while everybody's arguing, Moff Gideon calls in a giant uh a platoon of like these really really strong robots. Iron Man Stormtrooper robots. Yeah, our, our Iron Man RoboCop Stormtroopers. That, like, just <clears throat> beat Mando's ass when he fought them before. Beat, mm-hmm. and one he, beat his ass. Not just all of them. One. one. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they all know they're screwed. So, like, they come up to the door, and suddenly they're breaking down the door. And suddenly they stop. And the, it's because they're, like, fighting this Jedi that came in after hearing uh, Baby Yoda's distress signal. So, this Jedi, like, fights through all these things, and then they open the door to see, guess what? It's CGI Luke, baby! <laughs> baby! Yeah, no, it was it was a cool moment. Um, you know, like, they're trapped, you know, the, the Mandalorians, uh, Moff Gideon's in there, Grogu's in there, and these dark troopers are, are banging down the door, and all of a sudden you see an X-Wing. And at this point in the, and Lev actually recorded my reaction. Yeah, but they as, wouldn't download onto the computer, so I was frustrated about that, but whatever. So, so but as the Basically, X-Wing, Anthony, his reaction was just like... I was just like watching, because as the X-Wing approaches, you're like, oh... Luke has one of the, you know, it's, a, it's an X-Wing. Uh, I watched it with my parents, and they just yelled in my ears the entire time. Yeah, so your your mom was uh, freaking out. I downed the amount I was able to enjoy it, because I don't like when people scream at me. <laughs> so as the X-Wing approaches, you're like, oh, man, that'd be cool if it was Luke, but nah, it won't be Luke. And then as the hooded character came out, you're like, man, something about that reads Luke, but no way is it Luke. And then the green lightsaber, you're like, oh, God, it's probably Luke. And then you see the black glove, and you're like, this is Luke. And then how they they choreographed, like, that one scene. It mirrored the the Vader entrance scene. Yeah, yeah, from Rogue One. That was my favorite Luke part of all time. Well, not just from Rogue One, from A New Hope, too. Actually, that was tied probably with, um, with, uh, what was it tied with? Oh, that was probably tied with luke versus vader from like episode six i um and so yeah when when you finally see it's luke it's a huge reveal everybody rejoiced but i didn't get choked up until r2d2 came out after luke i thought that was really sweet and then grogu and r2 kind of talked to each other um and then mando has to say goodbye to grogu and and now luke is going to go train grogu which i thought was a great i I love visualizing Yoda on Luke's back and then cut to Luke holding something, Grogu. I know we talked about that a little bit after the episode. Something that I kind of wish neat. they did they do in like a spin-off series or like yeah. another TV show is like show Luke <clears throat> after uh uh 
uh, Return of the Jedi, like, going through life, and it would basically, like, tell the story of how I got to this island in the middle of nowhere. John Favreau um, kind of gave us a hint that they're going to make more, like, something about Luke training Grogu, and they're going to explore... Yeah. Somehow they're gonna explore more of Legends Luke, which yeah. is like who's insanely powerful. Like sure. yeah. he is like so it's like Luke at his full potential in Legends. It's like insane it, like there's no other way to explain it. But like they're gonna explore to show the power of Luke and to show him training and watching over Grogu. Um um but yeah, which I think will be awesome. But um, Sounds cool. Um, but yeah, no more. Yeah, we we you both Lev and Anthony were a little bit upset, thinking that Grogu is not going to be part of Mando well, anymore. Well, I feel like it's going to lose some of its fans since a lot of its fans were just around to see. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the casual fans, but if you're a real fan of Mando, uh, I feel like. We need to make sure, and this is kind of what I was saying to you guys last night, we, we need to make sure that Mando can survive without a Baby Yoda crutch. Like, we need to see Mando do Mando missions without it being Grogu-focused. And I, I, I think, like, I personally look forward to season three to see what else they do with the character because sometimes that's the pitfall of Star Wars. You just focus on Skywalker. You just focus on this. You sink your teeth into the latest Baby Yoda and and then the whole universe comes you know wraps around this whole one centric character but i want to see bits and pieces of it you know um can i say something that yeah. uh, can i uh something that i really liked about the mandalorian series is how uh especially in season two it kind of tackled the mentality of st- how the stormtroopers see all these things going on Mm-hmm. Like, there's this one point where the stormtrooper is like, we destroyed your planet, but you destroy, but when the- you destroyed the death, when you when the rebels destroyed the Death Star, you killed billions of people, much more than we ever had. That stormtrooper honestly kind of reminded me of, like, a hardcore Trump supporter at one of my schools. Like, I, I don't know. I liked how the series kind of... Just yeah, I see what you're saying. How yeah. not all stormtroopers want to be stormtroopers. Right, right. Well, and we saw that with uh, with uh, Finn, right? Yeah. You know, Finn, Finn was a stormtrooper who, <clears throat> who bailed because... Um, and, and Bill Burr... Anthony, to your point, Bill Burr's character in this... Uh, oh, yeah, I really like Bill Burr's character. Yeah, like, he kind of explains, like, this is war. Like, there are there are dark sides on both sides, right? Like, like... War is war, and it 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 sucks, right? And so, it it to your point, it does bring a different point of view to the Star Wars universe. That whether you side with it or not, I, I like that it explores different philosophies. You know, um, because as we know, in in our plane of existence, not everything is so black and white, right? There's a lot of gray in living and in any discussion. You know, like right, we we just witnessed it with the Anthony Gabe debate of whether it's a lost episode or not, there are nuances to it, you know? I, I, I like what they started exploring in the season. Yeah. I um, I would really like to see them start exploring some of this more because I find it really interesting to, like, see, like, how this yeah. is working out for people who are in direct line of fire from the rebels right you, you like to see how it affects both sides you, yeah. you like yeah yeah i totally get that um and then but my favorite part of last night's episode was actually the end, end credit scene where they go back to tatooine they go back <laughs> yeah. to jabba's you know nightclub or whatever you call it and um boba gets his revenge and who who's the guy who's sitting in jabba's throne yeah, but- Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna is like a little bit fatter as he like takes on this like King Throne. And then Boba uh, kills him immediately and takes Jabba's throne. And uh, it cuts to like the Book of Boba, alluding to the fact that there's going to be a separate, another separate story. Well, I know what I think. And I'm like, really like, honestly, I don't want this to happen at all. 
but I think that Mando, the Mandalorian, is going to be about Boba instead of Mando now. I don't think so. I Just think no, they say Mando. that every episode is a chapter. And so yeah. it's like the, the book of Mando. I think it's like the book of Mando ends and the book of Boba has begun. I like oh. to think of it, you might be right, but I like to think of it that it's a whole separate thing thing and yeah, that's what i want to think of it yeah. but like I, I can't get the fact that they call it the book of boba i kind of feel like because disney's disney a lot of the new star wars tv shows are just going to be kind of shameless cash grabs probably i mean yeah because i'm it, excited for the soka series and yeah. the kenobi series I, I feel like they could be good but they could also just be a sell like thing like, I, I don't think so. I think they're actually like trying to like. It might be both. It could be both. Yeah. You know, like anything Disney does is a cash grab. Um, but they they're in the business of storytelling. So, so they, they of course there will be a whole line of toys and they'll make money from that. But maybe you know they'll also come with some entertaining stories. Um, I'm I'm excited for Book of Boba, however it takes form, because I've always loved. I, I want more like hot crime side of of things you know what i mean like like uh, I, I think <laughs> I, I just, i'm just imagining godfather yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i'll make him a deal he can't refuse yeah exactly I'll make him a deal he can't refuse <laughs> um all right y'all fun episode uh lev any last thoughts on star wars um they so one last thing obi-wan so the director <laughs> or like the producer or something, whatever you call, call them, um, said that Obi-Wan and Darth Vader are going to be clashing again in um, the Kenobi series. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know, they're going to have to switch some stuff up around because like, cause like they're supposed to just like, on the Death Star, that's supposed to be like, they're like... Re, re, reunion kind of yeah um but maybe maybe who knows it'll be a flashback it'll be a dream it'll be a nightmare hey when will the new next what you popping about episode come thank you for joining us today on what you're popping about if you like this podcast please tell your friends subscribe and write a review the background music is from our pal brad kemp at second bedroom studio See you next time. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. What you popping about? <laughs> I consider B. Arthur's story canon. <laughs>